Hi, this is Manuel Bredakis. Hello, my name is Dr. Andreas Voss. Welcome to the next episode of A Journal of Isakos podcast. In this episode, we would like to discuss the editor's choice of the latest issue published. This is the current concepts review entitled Anterior Cruciate Ligament Reconstruction with Remnant Preservation written by Benjamin Rotraff, A.G. Kondo, Rainer Siebold, Yun Ho Wang, Kun Ho Yun, and Freddy Fu. It's an excellent overview of this uh, interesting concept of ACL reconstruction. The aim behind this study is to use and analyze the remnant of the torn ACL as it contains and provides substantially to the healing of an ACL reconstruction providing cells, blood vessels and mechanoreceptors. Following the recent literature, there is no increased complication rate following ACL reconstruction with remembrance preservation and there is also no increased risk for cyclops formation or extension deficits or arthrofibrosis. But unfortunately, clinical studies are lacking in a systematic approach, so the presented clinical outcomes show a variation in a standard technique and a way of remembering description. In conclusion, the authors state that it remains to be seen if and when Renemden preservation should be applied in primary ACL reconstruction and they also proposed for additional and further research to define indicators and specific techniques. We are delighted to be able to have a short interview with Dr. Freddy Fu, Professor and Chair of Orthopedic Surgery in the University of Pittsburgh senior author of this article. Dear Professor Fu, could you provide a definition for the term remnant preservation? How many surgeons can achieve adequate remnant preservation during an ACL reconstruction? Unfortunately, there is not yet consensus of what defines remnant preservation. Across the literature, remnant preservation essentially means retention of some of all of the ACL stump on an intact AM or PL bundle. When a single bundle is torn, selected AM or PL bundle reconstruction has been achieved by drilling bone tunnels on using the over-the-top technique. When both bundles are torn, very various degrees of debridement have been performed before completing single bundle or double bundle ACL reconstruction. The remnant may be partially debrided or completely preserved. In my practice, I try to preserve much of the remnant if there's a femoral side effulsion tear. For missubstance tear, I debrid the torn tissue but leave the footprint of the tibial and femoral insertions largely intact. And this is a source of blood supply stem cells and allow accurate, individualized, anatomical tunnel placement. 
In which ways could this method help surgeons to reduce retrial rates or patients to achieve pre-injury function? The literature remains inconclusive regarding the effect of remnant preservation on reducing retrial rates and achieving pre-injury function. This is partly due to the small number of studies on the subject and no prospective randomized studies yet performed. That said, annual studies and avail available clinical studies are promising. Is it possible for the remnants to offer, apart from biological enhancement, additional mechanical support to the graft? If bundles are torn, the preserved remnant does not provide much mechanical support. It is preserved for its likely biological benefits. In the case of single bundle tears, the intact bundle certainly can provide mechanical support. Unlike non-degradable devices such as um, artificial ligament that can eventually break and lead to wear particles, the preservation of the intact single bundle can remodel with the reconstructed bundles. Are you afraid of cyclops lesions when performing this method? Have you any trick to avoid this complication? Uh, no, despite early reports of cyclops lesion being associated with remnant our comprehensive review of literature does not support this early fear. There has also been uh, concluded in other susceptible review. That said, I checked for notch infringement and the sensation in every acer construction I performed. If you perform individualized and subtle construction and with the appropriate graph size for each patient, uh, there's no risk of impingement in my practice. And, uh, only a very small percentage of cyclop uh, formation uh, with preservation or without preservation. Which is the take home message of this study? Our comprehensive review of the literature found that random preservation to easy construction may provide several advantages, including accelerated graph remodeling, improved proprioception, and decreased bone tunnel whitening. But the benefit of a clinical outcome is uncertain. There is promising but insufficient evidence to support the superiority of acerial construction of remnant preservation over the standard technique. We need biologically um, standard to look at this aspect of the healing. So further studies should better describe the ACLT pattern, remnant volume, remnant quality, and surgical technique. Pending further understanding of how and when to apply remnant preservation and the scapular ACL construction remain the standard of care for operative treatment of ACL injury. Thank you, Professor Fu, for your valuable contribution. Thank you. This was Professor Freddy Fu from the University of Pittsburgh commenting the article published in the latest issue of GISAGOS and selected as editor's choice. Find more details in gisacos.bmj.com. We invite you to also follow us on our social media pages, such as Facebook and Twitter, and encourage you to post and comment 
on this podcast. This was Dr. Emmanuel Brilakis from Igia Hospital in Athens, Greece, on behalf of the Journal of Isakos. This was Associate Professor Dr. Andreas Voss from the University Hospital of Regensburg in Germany on behalf of the Journal of Isakos. We hope to have you back for our next episode. Until next time, goodbye to everyone. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of the society or the journal.